I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. An Elio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we play your voicemail and read your reviews if we have any. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. Do we have any reviews today? Oh, let's check. Wouldn't that be nice? No. <laughs> what the fuck? What the what fuck? The fuck? Yeah, last what one's January fuck? 31st. Oh my god. Well, guys, well, get on it. Get unbelievable. on it. Please. Un- this, we have, I can't believe it. We have an email. Oh, let's read it. This is from Amy from Ohio. Ooh. Uh, parentheses, mom who hexes. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, mom. my God. I love this mom. Yes, I love Ladies, this mom. Sorry, I've been absent for the past several months. Congrats, Melissa. I'm looking forward to catching up on so many back episodes. The very first episode I started listening to this evening to start to play catch up just so happened to mention my mom and her crazy ass hexes. Yes. Next time I'm over at her house, we're going to call and leave a voicemail so she can tell you the story about the trampoline firsthand. Yeah, she doesn't think she's to blame for the kid getting the bone disease after she cursed the trampoline. (laughs) Maybe we need to hear her out. Ha ha ha. See ya. <laughs> that is so crazy. I yeah, okay, we great. need to hear about it. ASAP. Yeah. Okay, let's get into these voicemails. The bone disease. Okay, yeah, that's a crazy voicemails. sentence. <laughs> yeah. Hi, this is 
This message is for the web crawlers. This is Carson City, Brittany Bear. Hi. Um, whoop, whoop. I wanted to say congratulations on the baby, Melissa. Thank you. And I'm happy you. you're back. We're all happy, I'm sure. We all missed you. Rude. Um, so I listened to the mailbag episode, and this person called in Chase or Chase. I'm not really sure how, um, I didn't really hear the name very well. I went back and tried to hear it, but, um, yeah, something, Chase or Chase. Um, yeah, but she's talking about cootie catchers, um, and I totally remember <laughs> oh, those. Yeah. I guess I'm an old person because I grew up calling them cootie catchers. Yeah, it's But I remember, catcher. um, my aunt teaching me how to make them. Um, I was probably like six. So she would have been 16, only 10 years older than me. Um, yeah, but I remember making those, and I love them. And I can't remember if any of my fortunes came true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I wasn't doing the right uh, witchcraft. Who knows? And then um, <laughs> she's talking about failing her driver's test mm. before she even got out of the parking lot of the DMV. I love that. Um, first time I took my driver's test, um, I failed as well. I passed the right no problem, but the actual driving, I get such anxiety. Aww. Like everything that I knew would go out the window that I was supposed to do. But, um, the first time I went, I, <laughs> I turned left at a light while a lady was in the crosswalk with her baby, but like she was way far Oh my god! Thought it was fine, but yeah, she had her baby in a stroller and she was still in the crosswalk. So there was that, and then I was also speeding in a school zone. And then yeah, so the guy he was really sweet. He made me turn back and go to DMZ. I failed obviously, and then the second one I had. Um, I also failed the second time. <laughs> and, um, fuck, what did I do that time? The lady was such a bitch. She was so mean. Um, she was, so just her demeanor, like, automatically, my anxiety was, like, through the roof. Yeah, nice. So, I, uh, I didn't parallel park. Oh, maybe a part two? to this yeah there's a part two man yo web crawlers carson city yo yes so parallel parking Mm -hmm. um i I could not for the life of me fucking parallel park Mm -hmm. i remember before my driver's test my mom trying to teach me and oh my god we got into fights and i would always end up in tears yeah and yeah so i failed the parallel park that time um i think i also Oh, I failed to yield um, when I was merging into traffic. I didn't yield, I guess. Um, and I passed one off, so yeah, auto-fail. Um, and then the third time... She seems to have her worst driving on these tests. The lady was amazing. She was like this older woman. Mm. And it, I remember it was like a really hot day. And so we got in the truck and I blasted the AC. And I just remember <laughs> her saying, oh, thanks the gods for air conditioning. 
<laughs> and then um, I know that we were just like talking, like chit chatting, and um, she's one of the cute older ladies. She's probably like in her sixties. Super awesome. And uh, yeah, so we were just like talking, and then she's talking about this restaurant and asking if I'd ever been there. I was like, no, I haven't. And she's like, oh my oh, god, no. you have to go. The food is divine. Uh, she's a character. You guys go she's so cute. Um, yeah, so she had me parallel park, and I finally did it. But, like, nice. she didn't have me par- parallel Yay. park between any cars. She just, like, pretend there's two cars, and you just parallel park. <laughs> nice. And I fucking did it. Nice. And um, we made it back. I did a speed in a school zone. I did a turn while someone was in the crosswalk. Um, I did all the right things. So third time was the charm for me. Nice. And I was, like, 19. When I got my driver's license. So, um, yep, that's it. That's all I have. Um, I love, love, love you guys. Bye. Wow. I don't know anyone who has passed a driver's test on the first time. On the first time. Yeah, I think it's unheard of. Maybe they, like, don't let you on purpose. They want you to work for it. Yeah. It's a conspiracy. Next message. This message is for the web crawlers. This is Sarah in Asheville. I had to call because I'm having a prediction and I need to share it with you. Okay. Okay. I have been listening a lot about this chatbot CPT. I don't know about it. I've never been on it. Oh, the chatbot. I've been hearing about what it gives all this kind of great information. You can ask it really deep questions and it can give really intelligent responses. I predict... There will be a cult following at some point of the chatbot. I don't know how it will happen, but the chatbot is going to get, it's going to like spew out some like really crazy like stuff at some point and people are going to follow it and they're going to like ask it more questions like, what should we do with, you know, aliens and are they coming and should we get ready? Anyway, crazy, crazy thought. We're, we're in crazy times. Anyway, love y'all. Uh, so that's, you know, the chat GPT thing? No, I don't know what that is. That, no, remember we you sent it to me? Oh, that's was, what I like, used? Yeah. It was like journalists use it a lot for research or like yeah and i asked it who i asked it who you were and it knew who you were and then i asked who is ali siegel and it was like ali siegel is not a public figure and she, there is no but i said i was like a, an author of a book about adopting children it was incorrect yeah. <laughs> yeah but that's crazy so she predicts that it's gonna like spew out something insane and people are gonna be like, well, it's got a point. <laughs> I see that. I could see people thinking it's like Matrix. But that God. Seinfeld, you watch the Seinfeld AI thing. Oh, that yes. I sent you. Yes. That, that was crazy. It got shut down because Jerry, well, his name is Larry like said some like anti-trans stuff like it oh found my god a- really well because eventually you know yeah, it just gonna... works off of info it's gonna eventually come across like yeah you know hate speech or whatever and it's gonna like repeat it oh god and so it took like it only took like a month for it to like do that which is i mean that's interesting you knew in eventually itself. it was coming but that yeah. was scary how like 
accurate it was. Yeah, that's people are posting like screenshots of like Jerry saying stuff that like could have been on the show. That's crazy. It's it's terrifying. AI baby, can't wait for it to take over. Next message. Hi, this is for the web crawlers. This is Christina. Um, so I've had this story that I've been wanting to call in about for like forever now. Um, and I, my boyfriend just like convinced me to call in. Um, also my boyfriend is Mikey who called in about the Zaw burglar. And there was like a lot more to that story that like he didn't say, but I'll call back, whatever. Okay. So anyway, so I have a ghost story. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I just ate some like Korean food that was like very spicy, so I'm like really mm-hmm. spicy right now. Um, anyway, so <laughs> I also just like I, I, I'm I'm having drinks, but um, anyway, so the larger story is that there has been we've had a like roughly three three and a half year ghoul saga. However, I'm only going to tell you about one story Bull saga. today. Bull saga? This is going to be multiple parts. <laughs> okay. So get ready. ready. So. Okay. I walk dogs and like dog sit. And this one lady was going out of town and she wanted me to dog sit her dogs who like I had been walking for like years. Um, but I was dog sitting for the first time. So I was like staying at her house. So she was leaving. I think her flight was like, let's say like a Wednesday morning. So I came over Tuesday night and was just going to like sleep there. And then she was going to leave like super early in the morning, whatever. And then I was going to stay there for like a week or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was going to sleep in her bedroom, even on the first night where like she was also there. Because she always sleeps in her living room because she says that her, so she said that her, like, next door neighbors, it's like a duplex situation. Mm -hmm. Um, And she said that her next door neighbors were, like, always super loud. um, And, like, I guess the bedroom wall shares a wall with, like, their kitchen. And she was like, oh, yeah, they're always, like, making noise in the kitchen, like, super late at night. So munchies. Yeah. Oh, and she also, she was like, I like to take edibles when I sleep. Um, so like, I'm going to leave some, uh, next to the bed, like feel free to like take an edible or whatever, like to help you sleep. Like it might help with the noise. Okay. There's a part two. Hi, this is the web crawlers. This is Christina again. So, okay. So she was like, it helps with the noise. Like, you should take a white cloth. A white cloth? A white cloth? My boyfriend just handed me a white cloth. I meant to say, fucking hell. Um, so sorry. Um, I meant to say uh, that she was like, oh, just take an edible. So I was like, shit. Um, I'm just, okay, okay, okay. She had edibles right now? Um, so I was like, <laughs> Oh, okay, like, sure. But I didn't take one. At the time, I had actually never taken edibles before because they kind of scare me. So I didn't take one. And so I was asleep. It was me and my dog in 
the bedroom, like sleeping in the bed. And then she was out, the, the woman whose house it was, um, was sleeping in the living room with her three dogs. And at 3 a.m., the waking hour, mm-hmm. I wake up to my dog growling, <gasps> which she had never done before. Um, so I was just kind of like, oh, okay, like go back to sleep, whatever. And she just like keeps growling. And so I like kind of get up and I like look and she's like faced towards a corner of the wall, like Uh -uh. the corner of the bedroom. No, I don't like that. I don't like that. Snarling. No, no, no. And I was like, what the actual fuck? Like, okay, whatever. Like, please like stop. Like I need to go to sleep. Um, but at this point I'm like kind of awake. So I'm just, like, laying there, like, with my eyes closed, like, trying to go back to sleep, but I'm, like, pretty awake. And I'm just, like, listening, and I hear, like, snoring, and the dog, the three dogs that I was dog-sitting, like, they do snore. So I was like, oh, LOL, it's probably, like, one of the dogs out in the living room. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, I was, like, listening, and then I was like, wait, that sounds like it's, like, coming from inside this, like, my bedroom. So maybe, like, one of the dogs, like, crept in here, like, got in here. But then I, like, looked at, I was like, no, the door is closed. Like, how would one of the dogs get in here? And then I'm just, like, sitting there listening, and I'm hearing, like, snoring, and then, like, footsteps right beside my bed. Oh, so, no. like, a person is walking next to my bed, like, pacing back and forth and snoring. No. And so I was like, what, wait, what the fuck? So I open my eyes and I'm like looking and it's like very dark in the room, but like my, my eyes eventually adjust and I see like a woman like walking back and forth beside my bed. What? And so I assumed it was, uh, the, I, I like couldn't really hear like her hair. Okay. There's one more part. Uh, no, thank you. Part three, oh, this is from Web Crawlers. Part three, this is Christina. So sorry. Um, okay, so I assumed that it was the lady whose house I was dog sitting. Yeah. Like, she, like, was sleepwalking or something. So I was like, oh, my God, like, what the fuck? Like, she is sleepwalking next to my bed, like, in my room. That's crazy. I literally don't know what to do. That is so creepy. Like, I literally don't know what to do and I've never really like experienced like sleepwalking before like I don't I know you're not supposed to wake them up so I was like I don't know what to like okay I guess I'll just like fucking sit here and wait um that's scary I'm like waiting and she's just like I'm just like watching her like go back and forth like beside my bed snoring and I was like okay and then after like I, I was like a while, like I waited a while, just like staring at her, and I was like, okay, this is enough. Enough is enough. Like I'm turning on the light. Like I don't know. I this is so creepy. So the bedside lamp was like on the other side of the bed, and I'm like so scared that when I turn on the light, like she's gonna like freak out or something. So I'm like watching her, watching her, watching her, like turning my body around to the lamp, still watching her. And I, like, whipped my head around, turned on the lamp as fast as I could, and turned back. Like, literally, probably took 0.5 seconds. I turned back, and there's no one there. There is no one there. And the door is still closed. So it's not like she was there and then, like, got out and, like, closed the door. I hate it. It was a ghost. 
It was a ghost. It was a ghost. No. I don't like it. Anyway, that's all, I guess. I'm not, for now, for now, for now. For now. Maybe I'll uh, share my ghoul saga, but yes. uh, who knows? Anyway, love you guys. Bye. That's terrifying. Yeah, that's really scary. I don't like the sound of that. Oh, no, 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 no. Also, no, if it was no, just no. someone just like sleepwalking next to you and snoring. Yeah. That's scary. <laughs> oh, God. No, I don't like it. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, next message. Next message is for the web callers. What, ladies, it's Emily from San Francisco again. I clearly need to get some, like, in real life friends because you guys are the only people I call. But, I'm just calling to say, uh, Allie and Melissa, this is the year that we get organized. Also, Allie and Melissa have already accidentally deleted, like, two episode files, and that's so real. And I love you guys for that. Okay, bye. Oh, no, I could, it was the year of what? Hear. It's the year I of can, something. I couldn't hear anything. It was Emily from San Francisco. It's the well, year of something, baby. It's the year of something. <laughs> Next message. Hello, web crawlers. Um, this is Kira. I haven't called in a while. Sure. I am yeah. catching up on oh, oh, your worth of this episode, but um, I was listening to one of your mailbox, and someone said, I can't remember what it was, you were talking about movie scenes that really, really stuck with you since movie childhood. Scenes. And I was going to take notes and write everything down, but I didn't get this wrong, but I figured I'll just mess up anyway, so why don't I just win it? <laughs> so, here we go. When I was, I think, 11 or 12, my family went to Disneyland, and the only thing I can remember from Disneyland is not actually Disneyland itself. There was this um, 
late night. I don't even know. It was a hotel TV, so it was just on, whatever was on. Don't know where my parents were, but they were letting me watch this. But it was some old school, like literally black and white, like made for TV type of horror movie. But it was also very PG. I it scared me so badly. The premise is there's a babysitter. I'm gonna babysit this kid. The parents are out. It's gotta be twenties or something. It's classy, it's nice. And the the babysitter the comes. She's taking care of the kid, talking about the dad's inventions. How none of them really work. And then they put the kid to bed, or I don't know. But um, something happens where there's like a lightning strike or a storm outside, and one of the inventions comes to life. Ooh. And it's kind of ridiculous because it, it looks like the Teletubby vacuum. It looks like the little, little sniffle, whatever huh? that has it. And it's a vacuum. And in the horror movie, it just looks like a vacuum, but it comes to life and it slowly starts creeping throughout the house. And what it is, is it's not a mm-hmm. vacuum. It is a sound vacuum. So it, the creepy part is, is it'll, it starts out, it goes for the cuckoo clock because that's loud and noisy. And it sucks the sound out of the cuckoo clock. The creepy thing is, is when it sucks the sound out of something, it also sucks the life out of it. So the cuckoo clock dies. And then it goes for, I don't know, the washing machine that's rumbling around. And then it goes for the TV that's in the room. <laughs> What's up, happening? And they see this thing that's been creeping around, sucking the sound out of things. And there's another get cut off in a second. Hold on. <laughs> there's a part two. She's describing a movie where it's a, a black and white movie where something comes to life and it's a vacuum that sucks the sound out of things. A t- and it looks like a Teletubby? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God, Carolyn, it's here again. Um, I just get cut off that very abrupt guy. It's such a lovely song. Anyway, the machine is going around sucking the sound out of things and then consequently killing them. And the babysitter and the kid find out, so they're running around the house hiding from it. They get lucky, the telephone rings, it kills the telephone before it can get to them. Um, and all I can remember is the very end scene because the, uh, they're in the, the, the inventor's studio, so there's tools all around. She grabs a screwdriver, and, and it, it's so creepy because it's a slow thing, too. It's like, you can outrun it, but it's never gonna stop. It's coming for you. What? So, they're hiding and they're hiding and everything's silent and there's no background music which makes it even creepier and all you can hear is their breathing. They're trying to be quiet with their breathing and then when they can finally calm their breathing down, you just hear this bum, 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 bum. And it's their heartbeat. You can't quiet your own damn heartbeat. So they know there's no way they're going to escape this thing. And it's this babysitter and like this eight, ten-year-old kid, like my age, along with that Disneyland, and thank God, they actually defeat the thing. Look, they take a screwdriver and stab it into the body. So, like, the vacuum pierces the screaming loud sound. And so it literally kills itself by trying to set the sound from itself because of this pressure release of the screwdriver stabbed into it. But seriously, I remember waiting in line, obviously, because that's what you do at Disneyland. And that made for TV movie. And that is it. That's my Disneyland memories. So, if anyone knows what that is, please tell me. I do. I know what it is. You do. I thought I made it up. Okay, the sound stealing vacuum that looks like the Teletubby guy. Okay, what did you find? (laughs) 
so I go- I Googled and I, I Googled, uh, I Googled vacuum that vacuum sucks, that sucks out the sound in life. And I found on um, Sci-Fi Stack Exchange, someone wrote, and it's like a Reddit, boy and babysitter are terrorized by life-sucking vacuum. And it says, I have been looking for this TV show movie for the longest time. For what I can remember, it was in black and white, and its style was very similar to that of Twilight Zone or other limits. It might have been a movie. From my recollection, a young boy has a new babysitter to watch him while his parents are away. The boy has interest in engineering and has many gadgets in his room. One of those gadgets looks very similar to a vacuum cleaner from those times. The vacuum cleaner-like device is turned short is turned on shortly after the babysitter arrives. The boy and the babysitter then figure out the vacuum cleaner is sucking the life force out of objects. <laughs> It detects the object by sound, then sucks on it until it no longer produces the sound. This is true for both inanimate and animate objects. The vacuum cleaner sucks the life force out of everything in the house, leaving it dark and silent. In the end, the boy and the babysitter are sitting in the closet hiding from it, but it detects their heartbeats. This is all I can remember from it. I want to watch it again as I do not remember the ending, but I I don't remember what it is. And this Whoa. is my, at first I was like, oh my God, did she write this? But it's oh, from right. someone named Matt, Matt Sizzle. And someone answered saying, to me, this sounds similar to Hush, the 18th episode of season four from Tales from the Dark Side. Whoa. But the thing that she says, the one main thing that doesn't match though, is that this episode itself is in color. Oh. So that's the one discrepancy. Weird. But it, she says it's the exact same story. Oh, weird. So maybe they made huh. a black and white version and yeah. a color version, or maybe their their TV was just both on it was black, a black and white. And white TV. Maybe it was a black and white TV. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Weird. I don't know. Um, That's so specific that she remembers all of those details. It's really, crazy. really crazy. Um, it reminds me huh. of this podcast where this guy called in and he remembered this song from his childhood. I think you listened. Yeah. What was that? Was that Radiolab? Yeah. One of the, where they recreated the song. Yeah. He was like, I, I know this song. Like I can't find it anywhere. And like they had him go into the studio and like sing the song, how he remembered it. And then they like called a bunch of producers and like record people and no one could like remember the song. And everyone's like, I haven't heard of it. And then someone was like, no, I think I have heard this song. And it was like some obscure single, like that. It was like a one hit wonder. Anyways, that's interesting. I'm glad we got. Yeah, to that was a good it. podcast episode. Yeah. Another another case solved by the web crawlers. Another case solved by okay. Google. Next message. Hey, web crawlers! This is Joran calling Jordan. from Dallas, Texas. Um, I, I was wondering if you guys are familiar with Rhodesia. The country Rhodesia. Let me tell you why I'm saying this. Um, I've been getting into a band called Japan. They were uh, like a new wave art rock band right around 1980. They just put out like four albums. Anyway, um, there's a song of theirs called Rhodesia, which is a cool song. And I was listening and and I was like, did I just hear the N-word in it? What's going on? So I looked up the lyrics and sure enough, there was. And I was like, ugh. But not in a condoning the use of that. Anyway, 
Um, and then I recently heard on a podcast, um, that, and sorry for cheating on you and listening to another podcast, but it How did happen. It just happened. Um, we were drinking one night and, um, I started listening to them, and you weren't around. Um, anyway, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, uh, they were talking about Martin Luther King and his assassination and how the guy who was convicted of it, he was going to go to Rhodesia because it was like a white supremacist country. And I was like, what's going on? So I looked it up, and maybe this is well-known to everybody, but it wasn't to me. Zimbabwe was at various times, it was a colony uh, of Britain and uh, called Rhodesia, named after a guy's last name was Rhodes. Um, and it was, as you would imagine, it's Africa, a largely black population. Um, and then the, uh, the minority whites um, created a government and ruled it uh, on and off in the 19th and 20th century. And there were real uh, bad conflicts between uh, white and black uh, in Rhodesia. And I tried finding like mysteries to really make it web crawlery, and I couldn't really find any. There were some discoveries there of like um, a, 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 a different form of homo sapiens in some cave called the bone cave and that sounded real promising but it, i don't think there really is much there anyway um oh man i lost my train of thought um so oh and so recently i guess uh rhodesia has been adopted by the alt-right and the racists oh, really? um as like something they subtly put on the on clothes and that sort of thing, like the Rhodesian oh, yeah. flag and that sort of. There's a part two. This doesn't sound good. I've heard of Rhodesia. I haven't. No. And part two begins now. Um, so yeah. the uh, all right uses like the Rhodesian flag on clothes and things, oh, and then oh, uh, Dylan Roof, one of those, one of our many mass shooters. I guess he wrote his uh, manifesto and posted it on a site called The Last Rhodesian. So anyway, I just feel like, wow, there's this whole creepy world out there. Um, and the, the word Rhodesia, it sounds exotic and nice and all of that, but right. turns out to not have a great history. Again, there's no mystery here, but I just thought yeah, I'd share this uh, discovery with you guys. Okay, great to have you both back. Um, it's like seeing old friends and all of that stuff. So, uh, God bless. Bye. Bye. That's that crazy. Looks... I haven't heard of that. No. I mean, I've heard of the country Rhodesia, but I didn't know it was like used by... White supremacist? That's crazy. Oh, this article, New York Times... 2018, Rhodesia's dead, but white supremacists have given it new life online. Well. Oh, weird. Make Zimbabwe Rhodesia again? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's bad news. That's bad news. Bad news. I don't like the sound of that. Wow, that's interesting. Okay, well, that's the last message of the day. Oh, leaving it on a high note. (laughs) Leaving it (laughs) on a high note. 
all right, guys. Well, I hope everyone has a really lovely uh, Valentine's Day, whether you're single or you're yeah. in a couple or you're in a thruple or a quadruple, whatever quadruple. the kids are doing. Whatever the kids are doing these days. It's always just important to love yourself and thy neighbor. I'm Allie Siegel. <laughs> I'm Melissa Stenton. <laughs> and we're the Web Crawlers. Bye. Bye. Powered by ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.